Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. Coming up, one final guest of the day. We're going to have live from Canada our good friend of the show, Colin Gomez, to talk about what his TV and movie viewings are. But before that, Dan, are we having a song? Oh, no, we're going to have Colin now, are yeah, we? Oh, let's get to Colin. Yeah. Hello, Colin. How are you in Canada? I'm good, thank you. How are you? It's been a morning, my friend. It's, it, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's been a morning. That's, uh, no, it's oh, yeah. been fantastic. <laughs> and uh, as I said there, we were commemorating the 80th anniversary of the fall of Singapore throughout the day. So that's been fascinating, talking to our guests. And now it's great to have you on, Colin. How are things in Canada? Well, I'm not sure if you heard about the, um, the lockdown. I wouldn't say the lockdown, but the... Uh, the protest. The truckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We protest. talked about it yeah, earlier. It's yeah. all over. Yeah. Yeah, that's all over. And uh, it's all over the place. And uh, it's best to stay at home <laughs> and not go out. Right. So... Yeah, so that's one of the things I miss in Singapore, the freedom. Yeah. And this is this is because of the vaccines, out. right? I believe there's a anti-vaccine protest. Where are we yeah. in Canada now for the benefit of Singaporeans because we have been having this discussion today. Western nations right. broadly are opening up, eastern nations are slightly slower still, more restrictions in place. Where where is Canada right now and what's the mood? Uh, it's there, there are a lot of people who believe that the vaccines don't work and it shouldn't be mandated. So that's the reason why they're protesting. They're out there. They're blocking the the U.S. borders. Um, so it's it's getting a, a little bit chaotic. In fact, in Ontario, just today, um, they've de- declared a an emergency. Wow. Yeah. That's Not over here. Uh, it, it's funny because every province have their, you know, they have their own rules and regulations. So in Alberta is different. That's where I am. Mm. And it's different over here. But they're opening it up over here too because we have uh, uh, Coots is a place where it started off in Coots as, and, and Ontario. So Coots is a place, it's the border between Canada and the U.S. Mm. and they have truckers over there and people protesting on the streets and businesses are losing lots and lots of money. Mm. Uh, the trade between the U.S. and Canada, we're losing about $300 million a day. Wow. So yeah. clearly there's unrest, the economy is struggling, blue-collar workers are struggling, and that, I'm guessing, manifests itself with folks willing to believe in this misinformation. That's not me editorializing. The science proves that the vaccine works. I mean, the data mm. is irrefutable. Death rates have fallen all across the world because of the vaccines. And yet, yeah. as you're saying it, there's still a sizable group that are refusing to believe in, in, the, in the success of these vaccines. Yeah, yeah. There are a few people. I know a couple of my friends who, well, now I, I don't really want to call them friends, <laughs> <laughs> but a couple of my friends who, who believe in, in the conspiracy theories that are out there and they are for the supporters and they say, oh, if I wasn't working, I would be there in Ontario. I'll be out in the streets and all that stuff. That's, come on. Yeah, but- it's just... 
It's interesting, but Colin. Majority, go on. Yeah, I was going to say it's interesting listening to you because the stereotype, the positive stereotype of Canada is, you know, America's wild and guns and, uh, you know, so yeah. di- so fragmented and Canada's more refined, quieter, greater belief in community and welfare and helping each other. And this seems to counter that a little bit, Colin. They seem to be falling for some yeah. of the more wackier American uh, conspiracy yeah. theories. It's- it's funny, those people who are protesting, they have, uh, some of them have the Donald Trump flags with them. Uh, some of them have uh, uh, sprayed on their trucks, make Canada great again. Which oh, is, <laughs> you know, something that Canadians don't say. Yeah, I've never heard Canadians the, say that, actually. Yeah, and but, but majority of the Canadians, they're very nice. They're very, very loving people. They have... They they accept everybody, right? You know, you know, uh, refugees. Our doors are open to to a lot of refugees that come yeah. in, and a lot of refugees um, uh, start up their own business, and a lot of people help the mm. refugees. We have fundraising uh, uh, concerts for the refugees so that the money can can help them start a new life here. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, yeah. speaking so, of of loving, it's a it's a very obvious uh, segue, not a very subtle one, into what you're talking about after the 12 o'clock hour. Valentine's Day is fast upon us, Colin, which is why I believe that Dan the Man has been all over the place today. I think his eyes are fluttering because Valentine's Day is coming and he's thinking about his loved one, his future wife. What are we talking about? Give us a little teaser. What are we talking about this week in your show? Okay, before before I talk about that Valentine's Day thing, I was listening to you talk about Boba Fett. And oh, please do, yes. <laughs> uh, I kind of trashed that show in on, on, on Movie Magic a couple of weeks back because wow. I didn't like the first three episodes. And then and then The Mandalorian came on, yeah. and that saved it. Absolutely. And that saved it. Absolutely. Could not agree more. I mean, my daughter is, is you know, she's on the fence with Star Wars. She, she'll watch it. She loved The Mandalorian, loved it. And after two episodes, my wife and daughter literally said, I do not know why we're watching this. It's boring. It's going nowhere. If I see him one more time in the sand with the Tuscan Raiders or in the Bacta tank, it did feel, Colin, didn't it, that they, they had an idea, yeah. they had a pitch, and then when John Favreau and the team started writing... They thought, we haven't got seven episodes here. We've got two episodes and we're going to have to really pad it. Is that how you felt? Yeah, because the fourth and the fifth episode was written by Dave Filoni. Right. The Mandalorian and guy and the Clone Wars yeah, guy. Yeah, the Mandalorian guy. And yeah. that's why it's, it's so good. And, it, and it's not only so good, as I said to Dan there, it's staggeringly good compared to the others. I mean, it's by far and away the best two episodes in the series. Yeah, exactly. It literally has that... Mm. Sit, sit up, let's pay attention. You can feel it in the room with my daughter. She's suddenly, ah, it's the Mandalorian. It, it's Baby Yoda. And you can feel her discernibly paying attention. It just had a whole different dynamism and energy that Boba Fett didn't have, Colin. Exactly. And it, it, th- that episode, uh, it, it had that uh, spaghetti western feel to it as well. You know, the... When they when they faced each other, I, I I shouldn't be saying this because otherwise I'll be spoiling it for people mm. ha- who haven't watched the show. So let's move on to love. So uh, love. Yeah, what well, a spaghetti western. Yeah, you're right. The motif is there, and it just 
brings a story to life. Yes, let's talk about love. Let's finish this the show, uh, today's yep. show, on love, Valentine's Day. G- yeah, give us a little teaser. What are, what are we talking about this week? Okay, um, I have, uh, I, I'm not talking about the new movies that are out there because um, there's nothing nice. Hmm. Um, but I'm talking about old shows like uh, Patrick Swayze and Jennifer Grey that had a great chemistry in Dirty Dancing. Yep, my wife's uh, favorite movie. That is wonderful. That's and the songs that came out of that movie, uh, and then Patrick Swayze with um, Demi Moore in Ghost. Mm. You know, and the songs that came out of that movie too. You know, the the Righteous Brothers just went up to number one again because of that movie. They did, yeah. And then um, what else? Uh, of course, we have the Titanic, um, and then Andy Williams. Yes. Where do I begin? Yes. You know which movie? Andy Williams. Talking about. Uh, you're just too good to be true. Well, that's in so many movies. I don't know if that's the song you're thinking about. Okay, uh, right. The uh, the song is like, where do I begin to tell a story? I could listen to you sing ah, all day. You Colin. have to tune in to find out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll put it out there. If you want to tell us in the comments section before we leave, favorite movie, romantic comedy, romantic movie, Valentine's movie, love movie, let us know in the comments. Well, that, yeah, I agree with you on that, Colin. I was just thinking before you came on that. The 80s and the 90s and slightly into the 2000s with the Richard Curtis comedies like Notting Hill and Four Weddings. Mm-hmm. But the 80s and 90s, that seemed to be the real sweet spot, didn't it, for, for romantic yeah. comedies? We don't see and, them so much anymore. Exactly. And Richard Curtis, is he's such a great writer because he, he not only writes love stories, but he also writes comedies. He, he wrote the Mr. Bean series. Mm. He wrote uh, The Black Adder as well. Absolutely. You know, he's a great writer, you know. Um, and uh, one more thing. Uh, there's one movie. It's, an, it's my all-time favorite. It has, um, it's, just, it's a love story. It has pirates in it. It has sword fights, uh, a, a giant, uh, what else? Horses, mass crusaders. Do you know what? what? Princess Bride. And it's a bedtime story. Princess ah, yes. Bride? Yeah. Princess, Princess Bride, Bride is an absolute classic. Uh, is it Rob Reiner? Am I wrong? No? Yeah. Rob Reiner. Know. It's not Rob Reiner, is it? The director. Oh. But I know that the cast is that, uh, I can never say his name properly. I can't pronounce his name. Elwes? Uh, K- K- Karen Elwes, the lead, the lead guy, the handsome fella who plays the, the swashbuckling buccaneer. Right, yeah. What's it? Carrie Elwes. Carrie Elwes. How did you know that, Dan, and I, I didn't? Googled, I oh, you Googled it. Yeah, very good. He Googled <laughs> it, he, Colin. He cheated. He cheated. <laughs> but no, Princess Bride is an all-time stone-cold 80s classic, Colin. Yeah. So that is a must. And I have my all-time Disney Pixar uh, animated love story as well, which is very sad, but it's, it's lovely to watch. Brilliant. And I'm not going to tell you what it is because... No, we'll keep, we'll, we'll keep it there for a teaser. So stick with us yeah. on Money FM because coming up right after this song at 12 p.m. is the man himself, Colin Gomez, and his wonderful show, Movie Magic. So do stay tuned for that. Colin... Stay safe, stay warm, stay healthy in Canada, my friend, and we'll speak again very, very soon. Thanks for having me on. Anytime, Colin. Thanks very much. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.